0: everyone. It's Chaz The Medium and this is my journal. I was getting ready to go to bed, but I was like, hey, let me do a journal entry before I go to bed because I haven't journaled in a few days. So what's been up with me? Work. work, 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 work. We got a new computer system and we've been training staff and backloading information for those who work in nursing and understand. So. I've been a nurse 15 years, and when I first started working as a nurse, I we did all paper charting. So when we had to transform from paper charting to computer charting, that was a mess. It was it was so much learning and unlearning. And, and over the years I realized that computer charting was easier but the transformation from paper charting it so now we're doing like a whole computer system to a whole computer system so everyone's learning It's so much work so many mistakes being made i'm making mistakes people above me making mistakes the people under me making mistakes it's just it's just learning a new system and we all know learning anything new can be stressful i hope i got it on the right thing i do you know and learning can be stressful so work is all I've been doing. I've also been um doing like a little table read. You know, I got a little, little small smidgen of a part in a, a short film. So I've been doing that, which is fun. We had our first uh table read yesterday, and it went really well. So that was fun. Still working out. um hard body, trying to eat healthier. You hear I said trying to eat healthier? My hair's bulky in the back. I have my hair in a ponytail trying to uh make better eating choices (laughs) i'm trying but anyhow things have been good so i'm always in a rabbit hole somewhere i'm always looking into something and with the recent suicide of um twitch the dj from the ellen show um such a huge loss I was looking at um, souls and, like, what happens in between lives. Um, You know, like, they say when we come here, we sign a contract. And apparently on this contract, you know, we decide, like, who we're going to marry, who our siblings going to be, what we're going to do, you know, milestones, markers, all this other stuff. We even, like, know, like, what they were going to leave and what they were going to die, like. So I was wondering to myself for people that commit suicide, do they like terminate their contracts? Like you know what? I'm just not gonna do this. Or like, is it like you in you in the, the 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 school of Earth? And when you decide like you can't handle school no more, it's too hard. You just you know you know what? I just ain't gonna go back to school. I'm just gonna drop out. You know, I I try again at another time. You know, maybe like the the three or four times I dropped out of nursing school before I actually went and finished, it was like ah, oh, it's too much. She's going to drop out. I just, when you're a soul before you come to earth, is suicide written in your contract or is that a choice you make while you're here? During meditation the other day, what I got was, I feel like life is like a a game simulation, like a computer simulation, like Sims or something like that, right? So you get in life. And you, you make choices. And whatever choice you make, it takes you into a whole new simulation. It takes you into a whole new or different part of life that you need to go to. Example, um, if somebody gets here, let's say, okay, I've tried to commit suicide before. Okay, so I was very depressed. Um, I had a postpartum depression. I had just had my now 20-year-old daughter. Ooh, She's about to be 21 in January, but I had just had my now 21-year-old daughter, and um, she's about three months old, and uh, me and her dad at the time, we were having problems. Um, He worked like 12-hour shifts, six days a week, and I stayed home, and he helped me with my daughter, and I had a son, too, who was two. He probably wasn't two yet. I don't know. He was somewhere up in there, 18 months, too. They're like two years apart and so yeah he was two because they're two years apart he he would help me with both of them and i was already i already had the baby blues so he was coming home the house was just a wreck was crying all the time i wasn't eating i wasn't cooking i wasn't anything but in his 19 year old mind he didn't say like think like hey okay you know it's something wrong with her he just felt like okay she tripping it's time for me to move on so when he came home He just walked in one day with a box. Hey, y'all, this is a true story. True story. He walked in one day with a box, and he was like, you know what, Jazz? I can't do this. I cannot do this. It's over. You could have the furniture. You could have the apartment. Man, I wasn't working. He said, you could have the furniture. You could have the apartment. I'm just going to take my stuff. And he left. So I'm thinking, like, okay, he leaving. We'll make up in a few days. mm mm Nope. I found out three weeks later that he had married so he had married. So yeah, this be the story of my life, swear to God. <laughs> this be the story. I don't know what I wrote by contract, but this be my story. Look, and I ain't never been this this be my story. He left and he married somebody three weeks later. I think that was what tipped me over. Everybody kept saying like, you tried to kill yourself over a man? You tried to kill yourself over a man? No. I had the baby blues. I was depressed. I had moved across the town from my parents. He had moved me all the way to the west side of the town. And we lived all the way in the burbs. My them lived in the burbs. She moved me on the other side of town just to leave me. His mama flipped out on me. She was mean. I used to talk to her every day. She the one told him to break up with me. She was being mean, mean to me. I just felt like I had nobody. And I was so depressed. And I remember I was tired. I wasn't sleeping because I wasn't. De- I was depressed. I wasn't eating, so I was sleep deprived. I was starving myself. I was weak. Like I think then I weighed probably like 115, 20 pounds. I wasn't eating. I wasn't hungry. You know, how some people they gain weight when they're depressed. I gain weight when I'm in a relationship and happy. When I'm depressed, I don't eat. I lose a lot of weight when I'm depressed. I cannot eat. But anyhow. Okay, so one day, we went to the movie theater to pick up my brother. And my brother got in the car, he's like, yeah, I just saw B. And I said, okay, he's like, he's in there with his new wife. (laughs) The Sagittarian to me came out and, maybe that was the Aries moon. I didn't know what it was then, but I spazzed out, y'all. I got out of the car, went up in that movie theater, I need even pay to get in. I walked right past security. He's like, what are you doing, ma'am? I said, mind your man. They let me go. I went into the movie theater and walked in and out of each aisle looking for him because I was going to beat his ass in that movie theater. I was just, I had lost it. So I got in the car and I and I was crying. My mom was like, Jasmine, what are you doing? You need to calm down. And I was just crying, crying. I was like, mama, I left something at his house. Take me to his house to get something. Because I couldn't find him in a movie theater, so like maybe they went over his house. But I didn't tell my mom that. So she drove me over his house, right? We get up in his house. I he wasn't there, but his brother was there. Man, I fucked the entire house. <laughs> I messed the entire house up. I mean, I told he was with his mama. That's probably why she don't like me to this day, boy. I mean, we cordial, but she don't like me. <laughs> I messed up her whole house, bro. And then after that, that's when I tried to commit suicide in her kitchen. So I had a choice. I could have got some help, because I knew I was depressed. I was just soaking in it, and it was building up. Then it bubbled over. I could have got help. So had I went and told my mom, hey, mom, I'm depressed. I need help, and got help, my mom would have said, baby, Come back home, come over here. We gonna get you some help. We gonna work this out. Forget him. I keep feeling like something on my chin, but that's not what happened. I tried to take myself out the game, y'all. So that night I ended up staying in a, a, a the psych ward on a hospital. Yes, yeah, I, I spent the night there. And I was there for the whole night. And I mean, there were women there who killed their children, women in there who um abused their children or abused themselves or killed other people. It was, it was all types of people there. And I remember that night, I just cried the entire night. I just and hey, yeah, postpartum depression is real. And I suffered from postpartum depression after. I lost all my kids. I do wanna let y'all know that there is a difference between postpartum depression and postpartum psychosis. Now, when you hear about the women throwing the kids out the window and putting them in the microwave because they demons are cutting their heads off and driving their vans into the ocean, that's kinda of when it gets to postpartum psychosis. So I just wanna be clear with that. It never crossed my mind to harm my children, but it did cross my mind to harm myself. So while I was in the hospital after getting cussed out by the night nurse. And if you go and look at early earlier episodes on the podcast, you'll see where I tell the story about my suicide. Where the nurse cussed me out. was like, you crazy? You know, you trying to kill yourself? Who's going to take care of your kids? I was like, oh, my mama. She said, that's selfish. I'm already raised, y'all. Like, she she cussed me out. She called me a bitch, too. But she I think she kind of saved my life, too. Next day, doctor came in. He was like, you don't belong here. So I'm going to let you go you better think about what you did. So I went, told my mom I needed help. I went to therapy, started antidepressants, and moved on from um, my daughter's father. And we ended up becoming friends later on, of course. But I made a choice. So that choice completely changed how my life went. Had I killed myself, what would have happened then? Or had I went to my mom before all this mess happened and told her I needed help, my mom would have hopped on it. Cause when I went back home after I left the hospital, she said, come on, baby, come on home with me. But well, of course she wouldn't let me move back in her house. But she found me cause I was, yeah, I was off the chain. And I know I'd be mad sometimes like, you ain't even let me come back home. I was off the chain. I wouldn't have let me come back home either. But anyhow, she moved me back to the suburbs towards her way. And she took every single knife and sharp item out of her house. And she helped nurse me back to health. But I made a choice. And I don't even think thats I think that suicide was more of a call for attention. Because I could have went somewhere by myself and did it. I put on a whole show at his mama house. But I did harm myself. But anyhow. But I made the choice. So I wonder, like when we die and we go to our life review and we talk about choices that we make, do we look, do we see other alternatives we could have did? Like when you and I think uh, Michael Newton may have mentioned it in one of his books, like when you stand before, you know, the people who do your the council, whoever do your life review, you know, and they're looking at you and they say, okay, Jazz, you. Hit this dude in the head with a frying pan, you know. Maybe you should this or Jazz, you said something hurtful to this person. You said this. Maybe you should have said that, or like you betrayed this person, or whatever you did, or you know, you threw your ass in a circle you know you should have went home. You know, whatever they're gonna show me. And my hey yeah, my life would be gonna be off the chain. I just, I just know what it is. I'm like, I'm embarrassed already, just thinking about the shit I'm gonna have to review when I pass on, like. Ugh. But it is what it is, you know? Ain't no shame over here. But I I wonder if that's what it is. Maybe like certain markers in your life and certain things that happen to you are supposed to happen and that's written in your contract. But maybe how you respond and the choices that you make and the decisions that you make to get there are entirely up to you. Like Let's say it's written in my contract for me to be a nurse. It's written, it's there. I'm going to be a nurse. It's there. But instead of graduating high school and going straight to college and doing years in college and graduating to get a job, I decided to go and quit, going quick, going quick, going quick. Go Had a few kids, then went back, finished, then met somebody, got into a relationship, then went back again, finished up, then finished back, and then fought so hard to get up and work in management just to lose my job just to go back so maybe like sometimes they might like you might write in your contract to have a a straight path set to do this and then all this other stuff happened but then again i was thinking about like the movie the hunger games like maybe you know how like when she was walking and he was like hey she's getting towards the edge of the thing and then they started throwing those fireballs at her to make her turn around and run back run around and get back on her pad look I think that'd be happening, too. I say all of this to say... I think that... um, when we choose to commit suicide, I really think we're choosing to terminate the contract. So if you terminate a contract, does that mean you have to do it again? But then I wonder about people who are terminally ill and their their pain is excessive and they know they're dying and they they decide to take measures to um make the process faster is that the same type of suicide as we going like to you know do anything else to take my life I don't want y'all to think that I'm being sensitive you know insensitive about suicide because I'm not I attempted it twice so before somebody hit me up being judgmental, I've tried it twice, okay? I've already, I've, I've tried it. So I'm not, I'm not taking this matter lightly. It is very serious. I just want to know, like, what happens with the soul? Like, if everything that we, that we're here to do is already kind of written, was not written. You know, where does fate and destiny play in all of this? It's what I want to know. When I figure out the answer, I'll let y'all know. I kind of think I got it. It's probably one of the things I already said. Usually, usually, when you come up with things, things they'd be the first thing that come to your mind. So that's what I'm thinking it is. <sighs> but in other news, my house is haunted. A few days ago, right? I woke up in the minute and I couldn't sleep because I was mad at somebody. Yeah, I was mad at Big H. So, I woke up in the middle of the night. I probably thought about some shit that he said or did. We ain't all like that. We cool, but he did something I ain't like <laughs> it, it could be something little. And I'll be I'm the type of I'll be sleeping. I'll be thinking about something. I wake up like so. I woke up and my ring light turned itself on. And it turned itself on the rainbow setting. So now my ring light is always at the one setting. I don't even use a rainbow setting. And you gotta press it like a few times to get the rainbow setting to come on. And it just came on straight on the rainbow setting. So I was like, that's weird. So I sat there and I let it go on for a minute. I'm like... So then I turned it off and went to sleep. So the next day I'm on the phone telling my friend about it like, girl, my ring light just came on by itself and it popped on again while I was on the phone with it right in front of my face. So being a medium, I'm usually able to pick up on extra energy in the room. Like there's something in the room right now because I'm starting to feel cold. I'm usually able to pick up on things that are in the room. But I didn't pick up on anything. So I was like, that's weird. You see, I feel it. So. I sat there for a moment and quieted myself. I got off the phone instantly because I don't like having visitors unannounced. So I sat there for a moment and I asked, I was like, is this ancestral? And that's when I instantly felt cold or felt like the chill. I'm like, okay, it's ancestral. I was wondering if it was my father Because um, I did mention something the other day. Like, I don't feel him as much as I feel like maybe my mom or something else. I don't see him as much. He did come to me in a dope dream, though. and introduced me to some other ancestors. So I I love that. But I haven't um, seen him. But it's been a lot of paranormal activity around my house. Like, I'm I'm getting cold right now. I guarantee y'all something happens. Like, something's going to move. And it'd be weird, like, a towel would just come off my racking hit the floor, or something just magically fall on the floor, or um, one of my candles fell off the thing. It was way back on the dresser, not on the edge, and it just fell off, you know, or like right now, I'm feeling a little, yeah, somebody's here. (sighs) You're not an ancestor, you are not welcome. Sorry, y'all, I'm back. And this is why I can't find a man. Hulu, <laughs> this is why I can't find a man. It's because of stuff like this. Anyhow, got a new card deck, so I want to pull a card for y'all. I'm going to pull four. One for fire signs. I got two decks. One for fire signs, one for earth signs, one for water signs, and one for air signs. I'm fire, so that message, fire, is going to be for me. but Y'all can have it, too this deck is called the sword of light oracle so i usually pull me a card every once in a while i don't even get readings anymore or pull cards like that but i figured i'd do today okay let's start with earth science it says Yes, you are correct. You have listened to your inner guidance and made a wise choice. Keep moving forward. Hi, earth signs. So that tells me that maybe you've been wanting something to come through for you and you don't know whether it's coming through the right way. You've been waiting and you want you want to know like when is the best time to make a move or not? And I'm just saying do it now. So if you want to quit your job and get another one or look for another one, start looking now. If you're looking to move, start looking for a place now. If you're looking to leave a relationship, girl, roll out. If you're looking to ask somebody out or you know, <laughs> holla at them. Yeah, <laughs> follow-up card from this other deck to see what else it says. Give me another first sense. This is just oracle cards, y'all. I ain't doing no tarot. Believing and seeing. I say that these two cards together mean that if you seeing all the signs that tell you to like proceed, proceed. What are you waiting for? i be like, I'm waiting to finish this. I'm waiting to finish that. I'm waiting to finish that. Do it. And y'all look, energy, creative energy is the bomb right now. So if you're feeling creative, Get creative. Okay, y'all, let's do water signs next. (laughs) What messages do you have for water signs? What messages do you have for water signs? Hey, if y'all like these, let me know and I'll do more. What messages do y'all have for water signs? I might do an episode and do all 12 signs, just bust them down. I ain't done that in a long time. Water signs. It says you will manifest what you need. Express gratitude as if your plans have already come to pass. Trust that your angels are bringing you the assistance you need. Baby, it's yours. Whatever you want and you desire that you've been working towards getting, it's yours. I'm jealous of y'all water signs. What y'all want? What y'all trying to get? Whatever it is is yours. Let's see what this other deck got to say to you. What you got to say to water signs? Oh, yeah, these decks are already cleared. I have like a little space where I keep all my cards at, and I'm constantly burning sage in that area and clearing my cards. I always clear the energy out on that area. So let y'all know. You need clearing cards. Yes, I did. It says, Facing my shadow removes darkness from the world. So, water signs, y'all been working on yourselves. Y'all been doing some deep diving, some interesting. Y'all like my nail color? Fire truck red. (laughs) So, y'all been. Doing some shadow work, working on yourselves, trying to improve. Because you're trying to manifest something. Keep up that work because whatever you're doing is working. And the universe is knowing, seeing all of this. You about to get everything you want. Okay, let's do air signs. Gemini, Libra. What's up, air sign? Aquarius. One of my close friends is an Aquarius. She is an Aquarius. What you got for air signs? What you got for air signs? What you got for air signs? Boom. Embrace your life purpose. I am guiding you toward your divine life purpose. Whatever makes your heart joyful is what you're meant to be doing. I find joy in talking to y'all. It's my joy. I don't have a lot of air on my chart, but I'm just telling you, that's my joy. What else you got to sell, air signs? What else you got to say up there? So air I feel like you've been questioning like what's your purpose, what's your life purpose, what you're supposed to do, what are you here to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, being airy as hell like I always are. Head all up in the air in the clouds, not sure what you want to do, not sure what you don't want to do. Indecisive motherfuckers. I'm just joking. Feeling fear is a call for love. So these two cards tell me that y'all need to quit being scared and do what you love to do. If you want to know what your purpose is or what you are here to do, what gives you joy? What can you sit and do all day for free? I can read. No, I can't read. I can teach other people how to read all day. I love doing that. When we went to the retreat and I was doing a little class where, you know, I was having everybody practice readings on each other and helping everybody do breathing. I could have did that all night. It just brings me joy. Or just helping people, period, brings me joy, whether it's with nursing or talking to them on the phone. Like, what brings you joy? That's the question. And there lies your purpose. Sorry, signs. The best sign. All right, what you got for fire signs? 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 I know these are quick messages, y'all, but my services ain't free. Just kidding. (laughs) What you got for fire signs? What you got for fire signs? You are protected. Just this game, this is getting me light in my heart. You are safe within my bubble of light. You can proceed with confidence. I don't know if I ever showed y'all my um, I took an oral photo and it was so dope. For, for one, my color was like this blue indigo, right? Going around me, but at the top of my crown was this big old white bubble, and then the, the, the indigo came over it. And when the lady that did it seen my picture, she was like, oh my gosh, you are so protected. And I be feeling protected. To keep it real with y'all, my belief is I think everyone's protected. That's why I don't know why everybody be like, oh they put a root on me. They hurt me. They did this. They did that. Um they, the, the the demons possessed me. I think we're protected. I think we all have some type of shield or bubble of protected protection over us. Can we be influenced? Yeah. You know, certain spirits have certain vices and they don't click to us. Like, if you like to drink and your dead Uncle Roscoe, like to drink, you know, he might pull on you a lot. So sometimes you might want to drink more than others. It's probably Uncle Roscoe, like, influencing you. Yeah. 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 So it's probably good to, um, I think an ancestral altar may help with that. That's what, um. My, teacher's, my teacher teaches, because my teacher's teacher taught me. Whatever. Okay. So let's pull this next card. You are protected. What else you want to tell fire signs? These cards are cute. And look, it's got this lady in a bubble with like the angel over it. I'm going to show you got this picture. Look, you are safe here. You are protected and you are safe here. See, I don't know if I told y'all from a fire sign. You know, sometimes I don't always feel safe. I'm t- Y'all should see how many weapons I sleep about my bed. I don't be feeling safe. But another part of me be like, girl, you protected. Like, spiritually, I got my medallions. I do a lot of protective work. And then I got weapons. But still, I just, I guess being alone and being a woman, like living by myself, sometimes I just don't always feel safe. And um, you know, spirit always finds a way of reminding me, like, "Is you safe? We got you. We got you." So that was um, I like that. We should do this more. I got sixty two. Well, I don't have sixty two decks because I just gave um a young lady a whole bunch of decks. Shout out to um E Erica at um Kirby I just gave her some decks. She's she's really good. Um. I'm gonna have her on here one day and pick some people who want to come on and get a reading so y'all can get a taste of what she can do. She is really um developing and doing well. I'm proud of her. Shout out to um E and um her baby star seeds that I had the honor of meeting. It's crazy how like spiritual people we be having like the most gifted kids. And sometimes our kids be more evolved than us. Her kids are like that. Her kids are like. Beyond evolved. I got to sit down and talk to all of them, and when I say those children are amazingly intuitive, it's just no joke. Like her fifteen year old gave me a reading, and I think I'm oh, like, okay, she cute, She's gonna give me a little reading. Nah, she read right through me. I said, oh, I had to give her. I had to reach in my pocket and pay. Her. I said, you know what? I'm gonna pay you for this because her reading was that good, and she was only fifteen. I said, I'm gonna pay you for this. I'm gonna pay you. And then her little one was a little one. Don't sit still. She she danced and juked the whole time. And then I gave her some cookies, so I'm making no better. So we was dancing together. And I said, you know what? I was like, we need to relax. She immediately <laughs> started doing yoga poses and taking deep breaths. I said, boy, she Abby. She was like, <sighs> I said, okay, girl you got this, but it was really dope me and her and her family. I look forward to seeing how um, you know, she blossoms as a reader. She is very, um, very talented. So I have her on here. Um, <clears throat> that'll be all for tonight. Yeah, because I'm sleepy and I ain't got nothing else to say. Look y'all, suicide is real. If you need any help, if you're feeling sad or depressed or anything like that, get help. Talk to somebody. And for all y'all spiritual folks out there, and I said what I said, telling people like, okay, if you're depressed or you sick, don't see a doctor. You got a demon on me. You got a demon on you. Send me $7,000 to take this. Fuck you. People get help because this is real. And it's at an all time high right now. I think there's energies and forces that are beyond us that are feeding on us. And um, I know y'all usually don't hear me talk like this, cause stuff like this I kind of keep to myself. But there's energies and forces I hear that are feeding on us, and they're feeding on our energy. So we got to be very protective of it, and we got to be protective of ourselves. You know, especially for people who are going through hard times, whether it be financial or health. Because everybody's sick right now between the COVID pandemic, flu right now, RSV. So we got kids in the emergency room and sick like that. And people losing loved ones. There's a lot of death going on, suicide, and people disappearing. It's a lot going on in the world right now. War. You know, I could go on and on. People pitting against each other. And it's like death and this energy, this negative energy is at an all-time high. So, if you're having trouble, you know finding that happy space, you might need to talk to somebody and look, y'all, I'm not a big fan of medication, even though I am a nurse who gives medication all the time. I'm not a big fan of it, but there are times and snippets in my life where I had to take medication, especially before my spiritual journey. You know, I could name like maybe at one point in my life. After I had an incident where I tried to commit suicide at least once a year, every other year for like about a three or four month period, I had to, I got to take antibiotics and it's always in the winter months. I always get real low around this time of year, which is not, that's normal. That's normal for a lot of people. Um, Depression is usually at an all time high around the holidays and in the winter months. And if you think about it, the sun which is our vital source that gives us light. The earth is the farthest away from the sun around this time of the year. So we're not receiving that energy from the sun. You're going to understand how powerful the sun is. Like, If you want to feel happy, go sit in the sun. The sun, joy, it it, it unlocks that. So when the sun is not out like that, it's cold as hell. It's the furthest away. You're going to be depressed. The holidays are here. People are missing loved ones. You're going to be depressed. So what helped me, and I haven't taken any depressants in maybe five or six years. Um, Number one, because they mess with my gifts. They make me fuzzy. And number two, um, I just can't. Matter of fact, I was taking some Cymbalta last time. And I wasn't even taking it for depression. I was taking it for pain, leg pain. And I decided just to have excruciating pain in my legs and to take that because I felt like it was fooling with my mind, you know. Yes, medications, if they alter your mind, they can alter your gifts. Blow me if you don't believe me. It's, it's medically proven. And I don't care what nobody says. Your gifts, even though they're they're gifted from the universe, there's neurotransmitters and chemicals in your brain that mess with that. So if you like some famous psychic and you get dementia or Alzheimer's or something that affects your brain or Parkinson's or something like that, you might not be able to read like you usually read. And I've done I've done tons and tons and tons and tons of research on this. So don't argue with me. Argue with your man. Anyhow, that is a cause. So what helped me was meditation and finding joy, finding things that I love to do, and prayer. Prayer helped me. Whatever you believe in or whatever you don't believe in, pray to yourself. I don't care. Prayer. Journaling. Believe it or not, right about this time of year, I'm I'm da- I'm more down than I usually am. Journaling, I had to question myself earlier because I had emailed my teacher earlier because right now I'm feeling like I need to make peace. Like I'm feeling like I need to make peace with everything around me. I feel like, have you ever like worked an eight hour shift that you had your lunch break? So you on the second half of your day, you got like about two hours left. So you start winding down and finishing your work up so you can pack up and leave on time. I feel like I'm there. So I almost, I almost feel like I need to make peace with everything around me right now, because as soon as I'm done doing what I'm here to do, I'm going to go. So it's not like a depressing, like I don't want to live anymore. It's like a, I need to get, I need to prepare to go. And that's how I feel right now. And I mean, it could be this time of year. I don't feel as depressed as I would usually. Well, I did cry the other day. I have my moments, but I'm not as depressed as I usually would be. Usually I'm down. I don't eat. I don't go nowhere. I wouldn't be doing this. to tell you that much. But um, meditation really helps me doing relaxing exercises, staying calm, reading, whatever brings me joy. You know, watching my kids. I just watched my daughter dance to uh a Buster Rhymes song. If she was getting it, she even know what Buster Rhymes is. She was getting it. You know, I like I enjoy watching my kids, my grandson, whatever gives me joy, I try to do that. Or whatever makes me laugh. This little movie thing is this is fun. You know, working, going to the workouts, whatever makes me happy, whatever gives me joy, I do. And whatever doesn't give me joy, I cut away. Even people. So that's something that you can do to help. But if nothing is helping you, I strongly advise you to seek the help of a professional. Okay. Even if it's just a therapist, it don't hurt to talk to somebody. I am not against it. And also, just like any other disease process in your body, depression can be a disease process in your mind. And some people, they may need medication to regulate their minds because their chemical genetic makeup, there's an imbalance. So I'm not one of those spiritual people that be like, I don't go to the doctor, don't take no medication, don't get no help, just meditate and. Backflip three times and fly to the moon and take some shrooms and acid and go get some help. Now, look, I'm not saying all that stuff is wrong for y'all folks. Come for me. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with any of that. But if it's not working, go get help before you become destructive to yourself and others. Especially if you have children. Okay, y'all. I said I was gonna go eight minutes ago. I love y'all. I love you 11 times in the morning. I love you 11 times. Matter fact, I love you. 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 The fuck out of you. Okay, so I need you to do that to yourself. You like my dark color? Fire red, Spicy. Good night, y'all.